Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is a Monday, June 5th, 2023. How the heck am I still doing these recap podcasts all the way into June? It's June, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Richard Blosser, welcoming you to the Grit and Barrett podcast, the first and only Hershey Bears-focused podcast out there on the World Wide Web, of course, presented presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. Thank you to them for putting us out into the ether. And thank you to all of you Bears fans who've been sticking along and being with the boys all throughout this journey that started all the way back on um, April something. Well, the, the season... The season ended like April 15th and it's just the playoffs are just dragging are just going on and on and on as we've reached the Stanley Cup finals in the NHL between your Las Vegas Golden Knights or Vegas Golden Knights and your Florida Panthers as well. But we're not here to talk about the NHL. We are talking American Hockey League action while we're still in the in the conference finals, everyone. So the Bears and the Rochester Americans are still going after each other in their best of seven series. When we last left the boys back on Memorial Day weekend, they were coming back home up three games to one. one, And the Bears were back at it on Wednesday, May 31st at a packed Giant Center, which had Hershey Park pass night. Hooray! For game five. Not that this wasn't a really big game already because it's an an elimination game in a conference final where a trophy could be presented. (laughs) So you decide to throw another Hershey Park pass night on top of it because we just had a new coaster open up to the public this past weekend. Because we need to get more people in the door. We need to give out more free tickets. (laughs) Why are you like this, Hershey? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, this was absolute insanity at Giant Center on, on, on Wednesday night because 
Sure, the allure of a Game 5 and the chance to go to a Calder Cup Finals is, is great and it's going to draw out the people anyway, but hey, we need to get more butts in the seats. So let's give out a free Hershey Park uh, ticket. Good till June 30th. But let's give out free Hershey Park tickets while we're at it. Have they ever done this in the past? No. No, they haven't. So why are we doing this now? Well, one main reason. Money. Money, 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 money. But, but you know what? I shouldn't complain. I'm getting Hershey Bears hockey deep into the month of May, possibly June. So why complain that, that they are, you know, having a Hershey Park pass night? Get more people in the door. This will generate more hockey fans. You know, this will get the families in. This will create more Bears fans. And, well, I'm not 100% sold on that, but I'll get to my take on that in a little bit. But the boys are at it on a Wednesday night, May 31st. A full house. Of course, they're giving away free Hershey Park Pass nights. Why wouldn't they? So I get there, and I'm like, okay, okay, I want to get food, but um, food lines are going to be destroyed. It's going to be nuts. So, okay, I walk by. Ooh, Brickers has a short line. Take what's given to you. Go there, get my food. And uh, my one buddy was already at the park, was able to get his early access to Wildcat Revenge. Lucky bastard. I will have my chance sometime this summer. So, so then, so then, you know, we get ready. We're going to be getting ready to go. Henrik Bjorkstrom still out with illness so ethan frank is slotted in and you know it, it, it worked up in rochester on monday it worked and you felt this buzz in the air that 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 you know this is a really big game this is a really big moment in front of the home fans the whole place is going to be jumping the whole place is going to be getting ready to go there there is definitely vibes as as the kids like to say and as I looked around for Adam during the national anthem, there's a lot of people here waiting with anticipation. There's a lot of people here. This is a really big moment. Can the boys handle this? I mean, sure, it's one thing to go up to uh, to Hartford and win, but this is a really big moment. Can they handle it? But we're at it. We're underway. And, of course, the whole place is buzzing. And the Bears feed off of that. They get speed. They're going to get pucks in on Subban. Subban. And Beck comes in. Throws one. Throws one in front. Pate rebound. And Subban gets it out of the way. Back out to the point. Logan Day. Mr. May. Restore on the way. Deflected. Goes right of Subban. Oh, the boys are pressing. And within the first three minutes, shots are 5-0 Bears. Get after them, lads. All four lines are humming. As Rochester throws a puck and dumped around and thrown back out by by the Bears. Back comes Rod Rochester and out to the circle. Rister and they score! Rochester scores! Low blocker side that beats Hunter. What a soft serve ice cream goal that was. Oh no. Oh no. Yuri Yuklich gets his seventh. Joseph Sassini gets his third assist, and it's one nothing Rochester on a gift, on a freaking gift. 
that Hunter Shepard gives up. What are you doing, Hunter? And I immediately turn around and I look at Jesse and I go, what? What the hell was that? And Jim, our resident old-timer, we love him, looks at me and goes, goes, he wants that one back. It takes a lot of self-restraint for me to go, you think? I'd never say that to Jim. He's our resident old-timer and you respect your elders. I'm not going to respect are the 12 kids around me that are all blasting their horns going, ah, 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 ah. I swear to God, I'm going to take one of those and break it over them by me. And, and no, 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 no. These, these are families. These are families that are, that are taking their kids to a hockey game that, that, that undoubtedly that for sure is going to make them hockey fans. Isn't it? Isn't it? But the Bears, what happened after that is what happened in game one. And allow me to use a sound effect again. Hunter gives up the goal and... (laughs) That was a proverbial air being let out of the balloon. And the whole place just brings it down a few notches. The chants get a little bit softer. And... You could kind of see it in the Bears' movements. They're moving the pucks up ice. They're gripping the stick. They're once they get into the zone, it's a three on two, and they're like, "Oh, what am I supposed to do?" Oh God, it's the yips. Oh God, they're overthinking everything. Every time somebody gets a puck, they're overthinking it. And I'll give credit to Rochester. They are blocking shots. They puck goes back up to Logan Day or Gabriel Carlson, and they throw a wrister to Sue Banderas bodies and there are sticks in the way it's it's one of those we're gonna put three guys in the in the slot we're gonna put three amerks in the slot and if you throw a wrister there is a 96 percent chance it is not gonna get to them and even if it does it goes right into the pork tenderloin regions if there's the two percent chance that it gets by him good on you but we don't have the type of defenseman to do that i don't think so but the entire game Gets drawn out. The Bears are gripping the sticks. Ethan Frank, I don't know what's wrong with Ethan, but he's skating into the zone and some ain't right about him. Huge underperformance out of the rookie. Something ain't right with him. And the after the first, the, the shots are a bit even at 9-8 to Rochester, and I'm still getting it from the Bears fans. Well, they need to shoot the puck more. Eight shots on goal, what do you want? Well, these shots need to get through. No kidding. I know this. Every time there's a crossing pass, it either hops the stick or hits the stick of an Amherst. They're figuring us out. The defense is hardening around these two teams. You know that 5-2 crap that was in games one and two? That ain't happening again. It shouldn't. Second period we go. And it's still just... The Bears try to push more. They try to get their legs going, knowing that this team's going to run out of gas as the game goes on. But Malcolm Subban came to play, came to fight, and was saying, I'm not going to let this team lose game five. And it's just blocking and throwing everything out, out of the way. There's even one kick save. Subban's down. Mason Morelli throws it, and it's blocked. Goes right back out to the point. Massey shoots, and that's blocked. Come on, let one throw. It's a one-goal game. 
and it's still rushes come up the ice. Amherst are blocking the, the passing lanes, even more in the shooting lanes. Oh my gosh, it is frustrating to hear. And I'm still hearing it on social media. The Bears need to shoot the puck more. 24 shots after two periods! What do you want? What do you Bears fans want? Well, we want them to score goals. No shit, I want that too! The Amherst figured out what beat them in Rochester. They have taken away the Bears' low-to-high low game. But okay, it's a one-goal game. They were down by two on Monday. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. We have three chances to win one. <laughs> we can do this, right? We can do this. <laughs> we can do this. But I can feel the tension building in Giant Center. And all these people who came out and spent stupid amounts of money to get a free Hershey Park Pass ticket and brought their kids, gave them a horn, gave them sugar, gave them fried food. Don't care. I'm sure, yeah, none of you expected that. You're expecting me to be like, they came to, to the game and they don't care. No, they came to the, the, and I said that wrong. They came to the game and are getting upset. But it more feels like they came and they don't care. Even though, even though the Bears have had two power play, had two power plays so far, it's nothing that's really gotten anything going. But into the third we go, and as I was we were trying to walk around the concourse, I looked at Jesse and I went, "If they, if Rochester scores one more goal, everybody's leaving, right?" He goes, "Well, it'll be a start." You could feel this type of crowd. This crowd's not going to hang around if this thing gets ugly. But a minute in into the third. Into the third. Mason Jops in the slot. Shoots, shoots one, one on goal. Goal just barely saved by Hunter, but the rebound by Rusek, and he scores. 2-0 Rochester. Done. Done. I'm, I'm, I'm checking out. I'm signing off. I'm done. That's it. We're done. And I could already see a few people getting up and leaving. I knew this was going to happen. Minute later, Bears get a power play as Linus Wallback goes off for roughing. And the Bears, we're still doing this five forwards crap. We're still doing it. Still doing it. But the second unit come, comes on out. Joe Snively near the half boards looking by the circle. Back up to Logan Day. Rister on the way. Deflected. They score! Bears score! Alexi Protoss with the deflection! Beat Silban! 2-1 Rochester! Yes! Alexi Protoss gets his fifth. Logan Day, his sixth assist and eighth point of the month of May. And Joe Snively, his ninth assist. 2-1 with 17 minutes to go. All right. I'm emotionally invested again. All right. All right. We, we did this. We did this on Monday. We scored four goals in nine minutes. We can get him. We can get him. We're going to have an epic comeback. We're going to celebrate at home. And the Bears go on the go on the penalty kill. Okay. 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 Riley Sutter goes. Okay. Protoss goes off for a hook. Okay. Okay. This power play's done nothing. This power play is predictable and, and just non-existent. Okay. We will kill this off. We will build the momentum off of this. And we will be hot. Be fine. But... 
Linus Wallback back out of the slot over to Marsh. Wines, Wines fires sort of a soft shot and it goes in. Oh my gosh, Hunter. It beats him short side. Hunter, did he not slide over in time? The shot, ping, goes in. 3-1 Rochester. Their first power play goal of the series that makes them 1 for 10 in the series so far. 3-1 Rochester with 650, 650, 6.49 to go. And now people are up and leaving. And now you feel it. The Bears are trying to move the puck up again. Rochester knows they has have this. Lucas Rusek gets an empty netter for his fifth goal. 4-1 Rochester. Fans leave. And that's all she wrote. Amherst take game five. Even though it was a one-goal game the entire time, as soon as Rochester got that second goal, they knew they had it. They knew that they had us. And yeah, we were all upset. We're all upset at Giant Center. I'm upset. You're pissed. Everyone is. I haven't had a fellow Bears fan tell me to shut the fuck up because I was yelling. And you know what? You know what, old timer? I know what I'm talking about. Don't take me for a loudmouth schnook. Well, I am, but um, I'm not. I'm not just yelling for the sake of it. This was a game where you needed your big guns to step up, your big boys. And that's something that's been lacking from the Bears this, this this entire this entire series. Where's Mike Vecchione? Where's Ethan Frank, who's just gone? It wouldn't surprise me if whenever Bears hockey ends, he has to go for shoulder surgery or has a torn oblique that we didn't know about. I can't blame Mike Scarbosa. He's been injured the majority of the playoffs. None against him. Bjorkstrom's out with an illness. Bjorkstrom's been a good stopgap. Connor McMichael's done enough. I mean, he he has. But where but where is the big boys for the Bears to take over in these big moments? I mean, where's where's Sam Ennis? I mean, yeah, sure. Sure, he, he got one up in Rochester. But where's him on a big game like this? Mason Morelli held off the boards. I know he's not one of the big names, but... You know, LaPierre, another one. Yeah, I'm pointing fingers at all the forwards. But it's it's the lack of your top line getting anything going. And we're getting the, the depth scoring, thank the hockey gods for that, that that's what's propelled us. Even some defensive scoring. Logan Day, nine points in the month of May. This man has stepped up to the microphone. And Hunter had himself a bad night. He did. And it's just frustrating. I wanted it to be over Wednesday. I wanted it to get one at home. And that just didn't happen. And credit to Rochester who came out and played like a team who was desperate knowing that their season was on the line. And this night was full of... Of a genuine, a 70% genuine Bears fans who wanted to see this series end. But another third, I'd say about a third of fans that did not care. That was only there to grab their park ticket and leave. And yet, th- this is a common practice throughout the regular season. But I've never seen it this bad. <clears throat> 
with the playoffs thrown on top and an elimination game. The concourse were stupidly packed. Dude bros everywhere. Loud families of kids that aren't there to genuinely watch hockey. They're there just to do something on a Wednesday night. And you and yeah, you know, well, well, you're just you're just being upset, you know. Fam- okay, let me put an example of this. Brian Beeks, friend of the podcast, his entire family is completely committed to the Bears, and it shows. Shows his wife and his daughters are into it. His youngest has become the unofficial mascot of the Bears during the playoffs. Don't believe me? Go check social media. She's adorable, and it works. She's become the unofficial mascot. His one um, one daughter, Tanya, has started a blog. The roar during the playoffs near the end of the season. That's great. More of this, please. More of that. I'm glad she's doing it. Brian and his wife, very active on the fan club page. And getting his whole family into it. That's, that is what builds hockey families. Not just showing up on Hershey Park past night and just... You know, like Nirvana once said, we're here, entertain us. Those kids are going to go home and they're not going to (sighs) care. End of rant. End of rant. And I'm I'm just, I'm bitter. Because it was a game that was a big time game that the Bears could have won and should have won, but didn't. And Rochester just didn't have to screw up themselves. And they didn't. We beat ourselves that night. And that just set up a game six. A game six up in Rochester to see if we can finish them off. And we'll get to that right after this. Hey, Bears fans, it's time to light the lamp during the hockey playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5, make a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. That's code THPN at DraftKings, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-567-567. Three six nine in Kansas, call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero on behalf of Boot, Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas twenty one in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions acl- apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details and state-specific gambling, state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms. And now, on with the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Barrett podcast. Thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for sponsoring this podcast. Bit of a short one. Bit of a short one. But it's a new, it's a new month and new script. Hold on. Hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. But, yep, new month, new script. So let's get after it. It was a Friday night, June 2nd. Second is we are back up there at the Blue Cross Arena. A healthy smattering of 8500 as opposed to the ten grand that was last weekend. 
And you know what? For the first time, I actually did some pump up on social media by saying, you know what? We beat Rochester in six. We beat Manitoba in six. We beat Texas in six. Let's finish this tonight. Let's end this. I was feeling a lot better about this. I didn't want a game seven on, on Monday, tomorrow night. I don't want a game seven on back at home because that'll give all the mojo to the Amherst who are 4-0 in elimination games, but the Bears are 0-6 on the road. Something has to give. And you know what? I threw out a really stupid question to, to my friend. But you know what stupid questions are the ones y- you don't ask? So I posted in our group chat, you know, do we start Fukali tonight? <laughs> what? D- 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 don't, don't throw the book at me. I just threw that out there just threw it out there hunter had a bad game and team swap goalies all the time so why not throw out fugali first response i get from one of my boys you're not serious and i could feel the the stares you know you know when somebody gives you that stare like you can't be serious or really or bruh type look yeah so i'm like oh i'm the bad guy for bringing it up Next response from my buddy Joe. Yes. Yes, you are. (laughs) Okay, fine. End of discussion. Fine. But you know what? I just put it out there. I just put it out there. I'm like a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't even know what to do with one. Even if I caught it, I just do things sometimes. But enough about that. It's Friday night up there in Rochester. And I'm there with the missus. We're here on a Friday night. I got a 12-hour shift staring me in the face after a busy week. So I'm like, okay. All right, let's see how this game goes. And this game was very, very, very different. Because in the previous games, things were high-flying, up and gun, run and gun. But you know what? Some of those chances start to go away as you get deeper into series and you keep playing each other. Is that Connor McMichael on a breakaway? Yes, it is. Connor McMichael in on Subban. Deeks back ends and tripped on the play. Connor McMichael's tripped on a play. Penalty shot. Nope. Power play for the Bears, but nothing came of it. Malcolm Subban's looking pretty, pretty good. I don't want to hear that. And Rochester's getting rushes. The Bears are getting rushes, but Hunter Shepard. Standing tall, making some good saves for the boys after the first period. And it's a tense period where both teams almost feel like they're afraid to make mistakes. And it's 0-0 after one. Shots are are 6-9. Nice. Rochester after one. And I'm not hearing out of Bears fans we need to shoot the puck more. I'm not. What I'm hearing feels nervous confidence in a way. Nervous con is that a thing? Is that a thing? Maybe it is. And as we go deeper into the second, the Bears are starting to get their rushes going a little bit more, but Rochester doing what they did before, getting sticks and people in lanes about midway through the period. A rush has started. Beck, Carlson, and Gersich leading a three on two. Beck throws one in. Pad save, rebound, Gersich, he scores! He scores! Shine Gersich scores! Yes! Big Subban on the rebound. Even he looks to the heavens. Wide open net on a kick save rebound. 
and the Bears are up one nothing on Rochester. Yes! All right. Shane Gersich, his first of the entire freaking playoffs. Beck, his third assist. Big stick Gabriel Carlson gets his second, and it's one nothing Hershey. All right, boys. Nice job. Nice job. Now, let's build off of this. Let's get another goal as Hunter Shepard makes a good couple saves as the Bears press the puck up. Rochester's got three deep. Pushes up. Here comes Protoss off the bench. Skates in. He's going to lead a two-on-one. Whistle. Too many men. Protoss jumped on too late. Too soon. Too many men. The lamest penalty in hockey. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Protoss. What's the guilty party? He's going to go serve it. Okay. Rochester's power play's done nothing. We'll be fine. But Rochester gets the puck up. Linus Wallback throws it over to, to the wall. Rusek playing it on, on the wall. Riley comes over. Stick battle. Down goes Rusek. Arms up. No! No! Hershey touches it. Five on three for Rochester with 124. No! No! Oh my god, no. Timeout, Rochester. And they put their big guns out there. Murray, Weisbach, Rusek, Jobst, Pouliot is all out there. And even Ethan Prowl gets swapped off. Oh god. Okay. Oh, this is going to be it. This is going to be it. And Rochester wins the faceoff. They win it. Get it back out to the point. It's Jops. Looks out there. Looking, looking, looking. Throws it over to Weisbach. And Weisbach's just standing out there at the top of the circle. Throws it back to Pouliot. Pouliot over to Jops. Jops back to Pouliot. He's just staying in the high slot. What are you doing? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not complaining. It comes over. Rusek fires. Dribbler in front of Shepard. Slaps it away, but he lost his stick. He lost his stick. And it's moved to the corner. No. 50 seconds left on the five on three. Oh, God. Hunter, no stick. Back up to the point for Rusek. Rusek over to Murray. He's standing at the top of the circle. I shouldn't say this for my enemy, but bring it in, lads. What are you doing? Wait a minute. Remember what Napoleon said. Never interrupt an enemy when they're making a mistake. And they just stay out there. Over to Jobs to Rusek, who fires. Deflected up and over the net. 20 seconds left to go on the five on three. Bears are tired. Amherst are tired. Both teams are gassed. Over to Murray. Throws one slapper down low. Down low scramble. Kick back out to Jobs, who fires and misses the net. Everyone was down. He had the entire top half. Five on three is done. Out comes Protoss. Only fresh body out there. Out there. Over to Weisbach in the slot. Fires. Whiffed. Hit out of the zone. That's it. And the penalty's killed off. Oh my goodness. They actually did it. They killed off the five on three and the power and the power play ensuing. And we go into the third. Still one nothing. Zach on social media was not sure of how the third's gonna go, but that will be known as the kill if things go well. And we go into the third. Into the third we go. And it's all Rochester. It's all Amherst. But the Bears know how to defend them five on five. Bodies and sticks in the lanes. In the lanes. Still tight checking. Rochester. They're bleeding out. 
the bleed damage is starting to catch up catch up with them. But they are trying and get yet another power play as Beck went off for high for high sticking, but still nothing of Rochester. Rochester, who only gets two shots in on goal, and the Bears are still able to neutralize that power play of Ro- of Rochester. Tick, 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 tick. Three minutes to go. Minutes to go. Zach saying, let me hear you roar, Bears Nation, from wherever you are. Me, I'm on the edge of the couch going, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I'm not saying anything. I am not going to provoke the mythical hockey gods in this scenario. All the excitement will come if this goes off. Goes off. Two and a half to go. Two and a half to go. And, and Subban still into five on five on three. Battle down low. And Ness takes a stick up high. That's a penalty. That's it. Penalty on Rochester. Penalty on Rochester. High sticking. And yes, it was legit. It's obvious. You have to call it. And uh, Hershey to get a power play. But. But. No five forwards in this one. They have the fr- they have the forwards for the first unit out there, and Mickelrath and Carlson playing defense. And this is a done fucking around line. This is we're gonna win this game. And the Bears only get 20 seconds of end zone time before the Amherst rush it up for a five on five. But they can't even get anything real going. Long shot on Shepard kicked away, dumped out of the zone. Dump in. Bears on it. Out of the zone. One minute to go. Let me hear you, Bears fans. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm not. No. No. Rochester. 30 seconds to go. Chipped out of the zone. Rochester tries to dump it back in. Bears, get it. Dump it right back out. 15 seconds to go. In the go. Entry in. Slap back out. 10 seconds left. Finish them, lads. Chipped into the zone. Murray. Long shot. Fought away. Fought away and knocked down. End of the corner. Three, two, back out to the point. Can't get anything. It's over. Bears win. That's it. It's over. Bears win. Bears win. Bears rule the East. And Hershey wins game six. One, nothing. And Rochester's season is done. The offensive run and gun juggernaut was stabbed with eight minutes to go in the second and just bled out to end the game. Oh my goodness. Third star of the game, Shane Gersich, the goal. Malcolm Subban, 18 for 19, gets second. And Hunter Shepard, 24 for 24, shut out for the second time in this series. And what idiot suggested that that Zach Fucali should start in this game? (laughs) Who said that? Who said that? I didn't. You did. Who said? Who said that? Who said that? Who did? But that makes it official. The Bears are now your 2022-2023 Eastern Conference champions of the American Hockey League and are going to the Calder Cup Finals, baby. Where we have a chance to bring the sil- to get the silver chalice. Winning it? No. No. It has a chance to come to where it should be. And the Bears all gather around. It sticks. It, it's it's hugs. Hug your goalie when it's all done. Handshake line was fantastic. Subban and Shepard had a moment there at center ice. Absolutely beautiful. And the Bears do not touch the Eastern Conference trophy at all. At all. Dylan just looks at it and is like, that's a fine looking trophy. Nobody touch it. 
But daddy, can I? No. But dad, can I just? No. No, we are not touching it. No, we are not touching it. Connor, Connor, put, put your hands down. Put your hands down. Nobody touch it. Even for the big group photo, it just, it's like, it's like the center of the table is the trophy and everybody else is on the outline of the table. Even people have like their elbow on the table is making sure they are not near the trophy whatsoever. And the Bears are your Eastern Conference champions, beating the Rochester Americans in six. But we're not done. We're not done, Bears fans. Not yet, anyway. At the time of this of the recording of this podcast, we do not know who's coming out of the Western Conference. As of right now, it's 3-2 Coachella Valley, as Coachella took Game 5 Saturday night there in Milwaukee, and have two more games back there at Azacor Arena in Palm Springs. They have two chances to win one. If they win it, well, the Bears are going out to California for games one and two at Azacor Arena in Palm Springs, California. If Milwaukee completes the comeback and ends this series on Wednesday, games one and two will be at Giant Center. They probably already know. I mean, all three teams probably have some sort of something already figured out, but, you know, can't say anything to the public because we don't know who's playing when as of yet, even though Bears have already started ticket sales for games one and two, they already they can say it's games one and two, but the dates are TBD. It's complicated, but it doesn't take away Bears fans that the Bears have won again the Eastern Conference champions, and I'm going to keep saying it. And as a buddy of mine said, this does feel a little bit like a correction of the timeline. What we should have had before the COVID nation attacked, how good that team was, led by a Matt Molson who had a healthy back at that point. And what this team could have been last year if everybody was healthy. And it feels like we just might do this. But it's going to be a tough opponent no matter what we got. Milwaukee seems the easier of the two, but they are loaded on talent-wise with Luke Evangelista, the top prospect of the Nashville Predators leading that squad. But the favorite seems to be right now Coachella Valley, who is loaded veteran-wise. Many former Bears Bears opponents are on there. Alex Pultitoritsky, Max McCormick, Shane Wright. Yes, that's Shane Wright. Top prospect for the Seattle Thunderboys are there with them. And Annette, Joey Decord, former Belleville Senator, former Binghamton Senator. They are loaded. They've consistently been the best team in the West. And that's what we're looking at, Bears fans. I wish I wish I could tell you who it's going to be. or But we just don't know anything as of right now. So if you've not gotten your tickets, Bears fans, go try to get them for whenever games one and two are going to be. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week. And I've got at least another week, week and a half of shows left in me. So... It's it's June, I'm still doing this, and it's awesome to still be able to talk here doing recaps for you guys. So, um, there's prob- myself, I'm going to be on other podcasts during the week. Um, Locked on Capitals, um, friend of the show, will have will be on. We'll ha- I will be on with them, probably on their Monday show when this drops. We'll be on with them. Uh, Bob Matthews, silent friend of the podcast with Hockey Podcast Network and the Washington Capitals, will will be talking 
Tuesday afternoon. That will probably drop Wednesday there for Bears Nation, for Bears Nation to listen to. Um, I'm going to try and reach out to friends in the Bears and try to get um, talks with maybe Zach, maybe cousin Brian Helmer, or who knows, whoever might be else available. And of course, myself and Corey will probably have a preview show ready for you as soon as we know who the heck it's going to be. And it will either be the the Coachella Valley Firebirds, and as people have mentioned, if that's what happens, it's the youngest team in the league versus the oldest team in the league. If it's the Milwaukee Admirals, it's a rematch of the 2006 Calder Cup Finals. And Bears fans, well, just enjoy a little bit of a break and enjoy whatever hockey is going to be left because you'll miss it and it'll be gone. But we're not done yet, everyone. There's still one more mission for us to do. And up until now, it's been mission complete, mission complete, mission complete. And all we got to do is complete one more. It's like, feel like we got to go to Venom and defeat Andros. And one more till mission accomplished. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'll catch all of you later, later in the week, Bears fans. And as always, go Bears. I'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at GritAndBarrettP1 on Twitter. That's at GritAndBarrettP1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears.